0: Welcome to the Consumer Rights Talk, where we discuss all things at the intersection of consumer rights and the law, including issues in foreclosure, debt collection abuse, student loans, credit reporting, and more. I'm your host, Attorney Adam Deutsch, with the Northeast Law Group and northeastlawgroup.com. Visit our website for more information. Thank you for listening, and as always, remember, the information shared in this recording is not legal advice. Student Loans. What a scary, scary topic to discuss. It makes my skin crawl, and I have an uneasy feeling that 2017 is going to be the year that student loan debt crisis explodes. Why do I say this? Well, defaults on student loans are up 14% at the end of 2016 compared to a year earlier. And currently, the statistics show that 3,000 new defaults happen every day. That's a staggering number of defaults. We're on track to have more than a million student loan defaults in 2017. Let's look more closely at the facts to figure out why this problem is happening. 41 million Americans have student loans. That's roughly 20% of all adults in the U.S. The combined debt is more than $1.3 trillion. The average debt leaving undergrad is around $30,000. But for those who go to grad school, the numbers explode depending on the degree that you obtain. The average MBA, when you graduate with a business degree, a business graduate degree, they have $42,000 in debt. For the average law student, when they get out of school, it's $140,000. And for medical, for for doctors, physicians, it's $161,000. So depending on when you went to school, uh, on top of that, your interest rate could be so high, okay? I mean, you talk about that number of debt to begin with, but what about the cost of managing that debt? Student loans, on the federal loans, which are, are the overwhelming majority here, your loan could be, the interest rate could be as high as 7%. Now look, the rates have come down since 2013, but these figures show that the size of the debt is a real issue just as the cost of the debt. Well, then you have the perfect storm of stagnant or decreasing incomes. A new report from the Economic Policy Institute finds that half of college grads earned less money in 2016 than they did in 2000. During that same time period, the cost of higher education has ballooned. I mean, we've gone 16 years with wages actually decreasing. That's insane. The average cost of tuition, fees, room, and board have grown in that same 16 years by 40% for public universities and 30% for private universities. The majority of student loan borrowers who do start with federal loans, and, and these loans are While expensive, there's some benefit, right? I mean, they do offer flexibility for repayment. Borrowers can extend the time period of their loan from 10 years up to 25 years, and that can lower your payment, but it also increases the cost of the loan greatly. Borrowers can also tie their repayment to a percentage of their income. Federal loans also offer a forbearance option that often isn't available from private lenders. And this is really important and helpful if you're laid off or have a significant temporary drop in income. But here's the problem. Even with those benefits of student loans, you know, and you can argue maybe they outweigh the cost because you can lower your interest rate by refinancing with a private lender. Complaints have been pouring in from student borrowers that Servicers of their federal loans are losing paperwork or delay the process of approving lower repayment options with staggering regularity. And, you know, if that sounds familiar, well, it is. I mean, this is the same exact problem that we saw happening in the mortgage servicing industry just a few years ago. Most recently, in January of 2017, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the CFPB, filed a lawsuit against Navient, which was formerly part of Sally Mae. The lawsuit shows just how widespread servicing abuses have become. The CFPB director Richard Cordray said, For years, Navient failed consumers who counted on the company to help give them a fair chance to pay back their student loans. At every stage of repayment, Navient chose to shortcut and deceive consumers to save on operating costs. Too many borrowers paid more for their loans because Navient illegally cheated them, and today's action seeks to hold them accountable." Close quote. Let's think about this. Navient is the largest student loan servicing company in the country. They service the debts of more than 12 million borrowers. I mean, that's 30% of all student loan accounts. Personally, I've had my own negative experience dealing with other student loan servicing companies. And for me, it happened you know not long after graduating from law school, right? I, I had that perfect storm of a higher debt at the time and lower income. And so I sought to be on an income-based repayment plan. and I was approved. But when I sent in paperwork to renew my application for the next year, and you have to do this annually, the servicer denied the application on inaccurate, false grounds. This was panic mode for me. I mean, my wife and I both, you know, with, with student debt, I mean, and, and our incomes at the time were not that high. I mean, my wife was a, a resident um, at, a, at a hospital, and resident salaries are quite low. And of course, we had both law school and medical school debt. And people often think, oh, a doctor and a lawyer, you guys are set. But the reality is, man, the student loans, I mean, you saw those figures up top for what in my talk for what the average lawyer and average uh, physician graduate with. It's tough to handle when you're in that those early years of, of much lower incomes. So the loan servicer acknowledged that they screwed up and they expedited the process to approve me. However, There was a time gap, and for two months, my student loan payments more than doubled. I was extremely fortunate to have enough money in my emergency savings fund to cover the difference. But it it made me realize, you know, number one, this was a huge setback, and it made me realize just how easy it is for somebody to default on their student loan or other debt once something like this happens. I mean, reports have come out that the average American doesn't even have $1,500 in savings. So if you get hit with something like this, it could wipe you out and become catastrophic and snowball to the rest of your life. So where do we go? Well, look, this problem isn't going anywhere. And like I said, we're on track to see a million defaults this year when we have 41 million borrowers. I mean, that's just insane to me. Uh, But it's not going anywhere. So, you know, one of the things that I've done based on my own experience and uh, requests and need from a lot of other clients who have reached out to me at Northeast Law Group, well, we started a student loan practice. And so, Northeast Law Group now works with student loan borrowers who have found navigating the loan process difficult or who have already defaulted on their loans. We work with clients to evaluate their goals and options for student loan management, we also assist in filling out complicated paperwork to improve the chances of getting the right repayment plan or refinancing option. I mean the goal here is to avoid that problem that happened to me where uh, the servicer you know wrongly denied me. And if they do, we're going to help get people back on track and fix the problem as fast as is possible. Now, for those who have already defaulted and are receiving letters and phone calls from debt collectors, we can also help. Northeast Law Group uses federal and state law to get the harassing collection communications to stop. It's bad enough, but you don't need the embarrassment of the situation. You don't need the constant reminder. You need to just work at getting yourself back on track. So we fight debt collectors and when appropriate, we'll also help to negotiate a plan for you to get back on track and repayment. Look, there are other situations that I've seen where the servicers misapply payments, where uh, they have a a mess up in terms of uh, interest rates, things like that. They're adding fees. You know, this kind of stuff happens. And if that is the cause of a hardship for you, if you have been pushed to default because of an error of the loan servicer, well, then, you know, I don't think that you're to blame. And and the law really doesn't either. And there may be a way out. So unfortunately, unfortunately. I see 2017, and if not 2018. I mean, this is we've known that the storm clouds have been gathering, and I think that we're on the precipice, unfortunately. But um, we are here to help if this sounds like you. So please do reach out. And if you have questions, uh, even if you don't want to uh, retain Northeast Law Group, I mean, reach out. Let's see how we can help you or find someone who is closer to your geographic region. Uh, if that makes you feel uh, more comfortable and we can set you up with the right person. You know, we're always here to answer questions for consumers, and the goal here is to be a consumer rights law firm and make sure that, that everyone knows their rights and are being uh, proactive to protect themselves. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time.